This is an Equity Bates Media podcast. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM. Want truly hydrated skin? Medocia's Body Care Breakthrough Hyaluronic Body Serum. It's clinically proven to increase hydration by 161%. It's lightweight, fast-absorbing, and delivers 24 hours of hydration for silky smooth skin without any sticky afterfeel. Treat your skin to clean, vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order with code SUMMER at OseaMalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A Malibu.com code SUMMER. I will say this about investing. Everything you do learn is cumulative. What I learned at 20 is useful. Welcome to another episode of Equity May. It's a podcast where we break down the world of investing from beginning to dividend so that you can hopefully make some returns. My name is Bryce and as always, I'm joined by my equity buddy, Ren. How are you going, bro? I'm very good, Bryce. How are you? Good, good. Let's get stuck in with another learn to invest in 15 minutes or less. And what a week it has been for one particular company. Well, the week's only just begun, but must feel like over a week for their embattled CEO, you'd have to say. Unbelievably so. Would it feel like an eternity? His empire is on the brink of collapse, so the media say. Yeah, (laughs) calm down a little bit there, buddy. (laughs) (laughs) Quote from the media. So, for those of you who are unaware, Tesla is facing a lot of criticism at the moment and some tough situations over the past few days have uh, really put them in a, in a position where investors are starting to rethink their positions in Tesla. As I said before, the, the media are making a big hoo-ha about the possibility of Tesla's de- demise as it's faced a, a, an array of bad financial news and a deadly car crash over the last few days. So, Ren... Yeah, you're all over this. Yeah, let, well, let's let's split this episode into three sections. Let's go. What happened? Yeah. Uh, then why it happened, and then what are our takeaways? So, first of all, uh, what? Well, Tesla is the electric car company owned by Elon Musk. They've had a pretty crazy run. Uh, they've had really good reviews so far on their cars. Mm. Mind you, though, we have spoken in past about our reluctance to invest in Tesla. Um, for a number of reasons that we'll elaborate on down the track. I just had to make note of that. So, continue, Ren. Yeah, sorry. yeah. It's probably worth <laughs> saying that people have been betting on Tesla's demise for a while, but yeah. they just 
Tesla has kept on running and it's kept on doing quite well. So to give people the idea, uh, 26th of Feb, $357. By the 26th of March, so a month later, it was trading at $307. So it dropped $50 a share. And then today, the 2nd of April, oh, sorry, the 3rd of April, when we're recording, it's now at $252 a share. Wow. So from $357 on the 26th of February to $252, that's a 29.5% drop in a little wow. over a month. So that's, that's big. So something went wrong. But now what, what did go wrong, I guess, is the question. Well, two, two big things have happened. The first one is that someone died in one of their cars. Yeah, that's that's big. Yeah, so uh, Tesla has autopilot. It's, I guess, like first-generation self-driving car. It's meant to be for uh, highways and, you know, bumper-to-bumper traffic. It's meant to be quite simple driving situations where it's either long and straight or it's um, braking, I guess. It, it will drive for you. Just like a plane. Yeah, I guess so, yeah. Mm. And so it's been a feature for years. Um, and someone died, I had his name, but I can't find it, <laughs> but um, it's probably a little bit morbid. We don't need to know his name, but no. uh, in California on the highway, the car was in autopilot and it ran into a highway barrier. Yeah, concrete thing. Yeah, and now I was doing some research and I didn't actually realize this, but this isn't the first time this has happened. A couple of years ago, um, someone also died in a similar incident when the car was on autopilot. So... Obviously, it didn't break the company then, but uh, a pattern is starting to emerge, which is never good. Yep. Obviously, it's a, it's a, a big concern, and Tesla have released a statement to try and prove that almost it sounds like they weren't in the wrong, um, which would be a very hard thing to prove, but this is what they said. In the moments before the Model X collision, which occurred at 9.27 a.m. on Friday, March 23rd, autopilot was engaged with the adaptive cruise control follow distance set to minimum. The driver had received several visual and one audible hands-on warning earlier in the drive, and the driver's hands were not detected on the wheel for six seconds prior to the collision. The driver had about five seconds and 150 meters of unobstructed view of the concrete divider with the crushed crash or ten alternator, alternator, but the vehicle logs show that no action was taken. So it sounds like they're blaming it on the driver. Yeah, but my whole thing with that is that's fine. You could warn him. You could, you know, flashlights, whatever. At the end of the day, if you're claiming that your autopilot is yeah. works and that your car yeah. can drive itself, it wouldn't do that. It, it shouldn't be crashing. Like it's one thing <laughs> yeah. to, you know, maybe it it pulls over on the side of the road or something because it feels like it can't control the car. I, I don't, I don't mm. know. But to kill your passenger, I feel like they're trying to shift the blame and I, I feel like it's not going to go down that well. 100%. And that's what stuck out to me with this comment was that I feel like they released it with the intent to convince others that it's not the car's fault and that, that technology is worth investing in still at this point in time but i think it would go the other way yeah i mean if i was uh, this is tough because there's no right answers but i i think the answer to why it's still worth pursuing self-driving technology is that it's unfortunate that this death happened it's unfortunate that another death happened in 2016 it's unfortunate that uber killed someone in arizona a few weeks ago but at the end of the day think of how many lives are probably have already been saved but will yeah. be saved over the journey um, yeah. once this technology is perfected. 
Yeah, it's a good, good point. And, I mean, that doesn't bring any comfort to these families who have someone who have died, but at the end of the day, like, the work that they're doing on self-driving technology is worth doing, mm. and I think that's what they need to focus on rather than trying to blame the driver mm. who died. Well, I mean, someone probably crashed in an f- airplane when it, they were trying to learn to fly. Yeah, so I'm sure plenty Someone's got to do it. <laughs> anyway, so moving on to the second main reason that Tesla's in hot water this week, and as you said, Ren, it was their, it's their debt. Yeah, so how bad is it? Don't all companies have debt? They do, but not like Tesla. <laughs> <laughs> Tesla just keeps asking for money. Yeah, they're, they're a bit of a cash black hole, I guess you could say. So yeah. Tesla have never been profitable. Like in their history, they just don't turn a profit. So what they do is they issue bonds into the market um, to raise money. Now, without getting too much into the detail, the way Tesla has been able to avoid a lot of its debt obligations so far is that people who it owes money to have converted that debt into shares in the company and have made a lot of money doing so. But Mm. given Tesla's current share price, it's unlikely that the debt holders will want to convert and it would basically essentially mean they instantly take a haircut on the amount of money they're owed if they convert. So Mm. Tesla's probably going to have to pay a lot of these investors their full amount. And given the amount they're burning, uh, given the amount that's owed, it's starting to raise some questions about how long they'll be able to, I guess, service their debts, how long they'll be able to stay solvent. Yeah, well, the company's racked up $10 billion in long-term debt and has $23 billion in total liabilities. So it's, a, it's quite a fair bit of money to be owing. And one, a guy called John Thompson, who's just an analyst in one of the big firms in the United States, he says, unless Elon Musk pulls a rabbit out of his hat, Tesla will be bankrupt within four months. Jeez, four months. <laughs> four months. I might never get to buy my Tesla. He says, companies eventually have to make a profit and I don't see that ever happening here. This is one of the worst income statements I have ever seen and between the story and the financials, the financials will win out in this case. Wow. All right, let's, um, let's rip through the other issues because there's still a few to go. So the next issue, the third issue, was the recall that they had to do of their Model S. They had to recall 123,000 of them because of problems with the power steering. Mm. Um, so obviously that's a massive cost. You either have to reimburse the people who've purchased those cars or fix all 123,000 of them. Reputational hit. Yeah, reputational hit. And it was to do, apparently, they didn't, the, the cars don't perform well in winter conditions. Um, oh, what? I guess because they're based in California, you know, there's a lot of sun, um, not a lot of snow. And apparently there's issues with the power steering in winter What an conditions. oversight that is. You would think that they would test that. I know, I know. They're not doing too well, the old Oh, my Tesla. gosh. So that's that's issue three. So we've got the self-driving death, yep. the debt problems, yep. uh, the recall of the Model S, and then yep. the fourth issue that I have, I don't know if you've got any more. No, I only had those three. Okay, so the fourth one is the production delays. So, oh, yes. So the Model 3, it's meant to be like the people's Tesla, the cheap one. It's about 50,000. Yeah. Mass um, production. Yeah, yeah. And so Elon yeah. has been promising 500,000 cars produced a year of the Model 3. Yeah. Uh, and then recently, so that's been lowered and lowered and lowered. Recently, at the end of Q4, he promised 2,500 a week by the end of Q1. Yeah. Q1 for Tesla has just finished and they're only just over 2,000 a week. 
So about 20% down on what Elon had promised. And when you extrapolate that 2,000 out over a year, it's only a bit over 100,000 cars. So far less than the 500,000 he was promising. Interesting. But but it gets worse because apparently just to reach that 2,000 number, it's come out that he's had to pull people off working on the Model X and the Model S. Oh, no. So it was kind of like all hands on deck. We got to pad our stats and they just got over 2,000. So they're well off the pace and um, that's making investors a little bit worried as well. Wow. Well, Bloomberg have done their own um, tracker to estimate weekly output for Elon Musk's Tesla because of this reason. They want to have a view on it. And interestingly, the week of the 4th of, or the 3rd of April, so what, that's this week, uh, they reckon that they'd only done 1,212. Jeez. Yeah, and a total of 12,189 cars this year. So they're well behind. They need to pick up trend. But it looks like they're saying for the next couple of weeks, their trend they're predicting will be over 2,000. Is that Bloomberg saying that or is that Elon saying that? Oh, okay. Bloomberg, yeah. And then for anyone interested, just go to Bloomberg.com slash graphics slash 2018 Tesla tracker and they go through all the methods in which they can um, come up with these predictions and, and, and whatnot. So worth a look. But yeah, 1,289, wow. uh, 1,214 of last week. So yeah, they're behind. But you know what? He's the greatest salesman. Maybe he knows he was never able to do it and he has to keep saying these things to keep people interested and then yeah. it's all coming crashing down too quickly. Who knows? It's going to be really interesting to see how this all plays out. He is actually the greatest salesman though. He's so yeah, good at it. Definitely. Yeah, all right, so that's why. So there are four big reasons. What What are your takeaways from that? Anything that you've learnt? I guess the biggest thing that came to mind, and I said it at the start, was that you and I have not have not never really been full believers, not necessarily in the company, but in investing in this. And I guess it's just a good gut feeling sort of thing. And without sort of going into too much detail, I guess. Going with your gut sometimes really pays off. And in this instance, um, we didn't invest and we're, we're doing all right. <laughs> Very true. For those of you that don't have Bryce's gut and are looking for some <laughs> form of a takeaway, I, my, big one is that, uh, my big one is that fundamentals and value matter. I love a story as much as the next person. I, I am so bullish on Elon Musk as a person and... I'm still pretty bullish on Tesla as a company. I don't know if it will remain a single publicly traded company with Elon as the CEO, but I think they make really, really nice cars. Mm, But mm. at the end of the day, we're investors and fundamentals and value matter for an investor because, you know, Tesla was priced for perfection and when things didn't go perfectly, the, the price falls off a cliff, really. Mm. So that's exactly what I just said, but a lot better. Um, my, my, my other one, and I kind of alluded to it there is like, what's going to happen to Tesla? The company will be really interesting. Like yes, a, a company with, with their solar panels and all that sort of stuff. Well, that, but more, more generally, like a company with a lot of debt, isn't an attractive option for another company to buy because if say Ford bought Tesla, they would become responsible for all of that debt. So mm. that, that's a, a bit of a red flag. But I wouldn't. Yeah, you you wouldn't like think about the race that's going on for electric cars and for self-driving cars at the moment. Would one of the big ones like would GM 
Is there oh. some way that Tesla would be owned? Would Apple buy Tesla? Like, is there no. is there no. a home for Tesla outside of the public markets? No. You don't I think El- I think Elon's way too proud for that at this stage. And the company, I feel like it may seem like an established company, but in terms of like a business or company company lifestyle uh, life cycle, like it's not even in, at, at the beginning of its like potential growth phase. I don't think like you know they 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 ha- they haven't even worked out how to mass produce a car. It would be so sad. Like I've never driven a Tesla, but you read the reviews and they're glowing, and it would be so mm. sad for that piece of technology to just evaporate because the company had too much debt but doesn't it also say something about the ability like why would another company be able to take over what tesla is trying to do and do it more oh because you know like gm ford like they are car manufacturing experts like that's what they do like toyota like they they know they know how to manufacture cars and they they can buy the company, bring in the expertise on how to arrange batteries in a way, how to mm. how you know how the Tesla itself is built. But I mean, these guys are the kings of mass production. Mm. They, they they have the infrastructure in place, they have the expertise in place to just put it on a production line and go. Mm. I guess for them, it would come down to the opportunity cost of doing that as opposed to pumping out more of. The cars that they already produce. I mean, it, well, that's the question, yeah. But yeah. I mean, when you look at some of the other electric car efforts, some of them are pretty average. So, <laughs> oh, very much you, so, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I reckon like that Mercedes, that tiny shoebox thing. What's yeah. it called? Smart car or whatever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you don't that's see tiny. too many of them these days. <laughs> no, there's things like the Chevy Volt and the Nissan Leaf. I don't know. I just I would much rather own a Tesla than any of them. Basically, mm. this comes down to I want to be able to buy a Tesla one day and I'm going to be really jacked if Elon screws it up <laughs> for me. <laughs> mate, you could buy one now. Put your name down. Oh, mate, I'm, we're not earning enough from equity mates to buy one. <laughs> <laughs> no, the, 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 the cheapest... Uh, uh, yeah, they're still is... 50k US. No, it's 35, isn't it? Is it? Oh, well, yeah. still. That, mate, it, that, was, that was what he said he was aiming to do. I, I haven't honestly kept up with what the price is. At the Given moment, how but... slow their production is, it will be, you know... 2020 before i get one yeah well that's also how he made money he everyone was allowed to put down a thousand dollar deposit and so <laughs> he's got like this massive backlog of people who have put down deposits and yeah they're gonna get their car in two years time but yeah 30 what almost 30 percent down so i wonder how much further it's going to fall you know i i have heard a theory and i'm reluctant to even bring it up because i don't reckon there's much truth to it but there is a theory out there that Elon is going to amalgamate all of his companies and that SpaceX and Tesla will merge and it will just be rebranded as X. So, I mean, I don't know how much truth there is to that, but um, that's, that's <laughs> wow. a theory I heard on a podcast a couple of weeks ago. Oh, so, if I wouldn't that put does it past happen, him. you heard it here first. Wow. Well, go Elon. So, before we wrap up our new format... Uh, learn to invest in 15 minutes or less. One of the reasons we did it, Ren, was so that we could react a bit quicker to some of the events that are going on during the week, just like this one in Tesla. So I just thought I'd mention that today was the first Tuesday of the month. And what happens on the first Tuesday of the month, Ren? Uh, The RBA has a meeting and uh, everyone's really into it for some reason. (laughs) Yeah, they have a high tea. Yeah. Some scones go around. They chat about interest rates and 
As expected today, the RBA did nothing with our interest rates and it's remaining at 1.5%. So that's just a quick update for those that haven't caught up by the time you listen to this on the latest interest rate increase, decrease, or yep. stuff the same. So good news for everyone that has a mortgage. Yeah, great news. Although that doesn't mean the banks aren't going to be increasing their rates and word on the street is that they will be doing so. Bad news for everyone that has a mortgage. (laughs) (laughs) All right, a bit of good news, bad news to finish off the show. I like it. So that's it, guys. Um, Thanks for listening and we'll uh, talk next time. Equity mates and the people appearing in this program may have positions in the companies mentioned. This is general advice only. Please speak to a financial professional to understand how they pertain to your individual situation. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.